Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Newsgram. PTSD. You've heard this acronym before. It stands for post-traumatic stress disorder. What do you think of when you hear the term? Veterans returning home from war is the first thing I think of. And the truth is, anyone that's been through a terrifying event can have PTSD. And determining what is terrifying and traumatic is very different for each person. The symptoms of PTSD can include flashbacks, nightmares, severe anxiety, and uncontrollable thoughts about the traumatic event. They can be debilitating, and they can leave a person unable to function. Imagine reliving a horrifying event over and over and over and over again. It's just when this amount of stress just puts your body into this fight or flight experience and you just can't get things out of your head. That is a great little summary from Megan Dilley, author of the book, Hearing What I Hear, Seeing What I See, A Poetic Journey Through PTSD. According to the National Center of PTSD, about seven or eight of every 100 people will experience PTSD at some point in their lives. And that's because it affects not only veterans, but victims of a sexual assault or an accident or a disaster. And it also affects many healthcare workers like Megan. During the burn of COVID in April, 2020, I was redeployed to the makeshift morgue, which was where the refrigerators were and asked to move some of the bodies. And that kind of changed my life at the moment. I thought I was fine. Uh, I thought, you know, whatever, I've been through a lot of things in my life. I've seen a lot of things. And then I didn't know what had hit me. Many of us have never even seen a dead body. Have you ever seen a dead body? I have seen one, and it's not something you can unsee. It was only one body. There was a man that was shot in the head, and he was dumped in the alley behind the apartment where I lived. And I can see him now as clearly as I did when it happened back 30-some years ago. Here on Newsgram, we have met several authors who've stood on the front lines of a disturbing event or a situation and have chosen to share their stories. And it's always deeply personal, and it's always hard to imagine what it was like to be in an unthinkable situation. I'm a pretty introverted person who didn't really know what was going on. I didn't talk about it. I just thought it was fine. So I never really processed anything. And my body just went kind of crazy. And I have um, a lot of hypersensitivity to noise, um, especially certain noises that remind me of that day, like motor noises, refrigerator noises, going through CVS and hearing like the refrigeration sound is a constant trigger and it's one that I haven't been able to kind of get rid of. Megan Dilly experienced the toughest struggle of her life and she's chosen to put her feelings down in the form of poetry. I'm always fascinated by writers that can paint a canvas of words that get us to think, to feel, and to reflect. We all have different ways of coping with personal trauma. Talking about it or writing about it can be a great way to cope. Or sometimes you just need to wear a hat. I have a poem about hats and that was one of the things that I found protection in was wearing a hat. It sounds a little silly, but just having that over my head, over my ears was a form of protection and it helped me a lot. I don't think that's silly at all. In fact, I think a lot of us can relate to the confidence you get from putting on a cool hat or pulling one down over our head in an effort to close yourself off from others. Just a little bit, just to feel a little bit more secure. And this is one of the great things I like about her book. It's not just for people who are suffering from PTSD. 
It's for anyone who can relate to things like the comfort you get from putting on a hat. Megan's combination of skills and experiences combined to create some very raw and very honest poetry. She has a BA in English, she was a teacher, and she's now a physical therapist. They say healthcare providers become numb to the things that they see on a daily basis, and I'm sure that's true for some, but not for all of them. Listen to her read her final poem in the book, and it's called The Weight, and I think you'll enjoy the double meaning on the word weight. The Weight. Weight and resistance is added to your knee. It gains strength with time. Initial pain occurs, swelling occurs, although not easy. Healing occurs, progress made, muscle strengthens with time. Weight is added to your mind, a mind affected by trauma. You revert to the struggle, the triggers, with time. More weight is added, pressing down on you. You sink and can't escape, with time. It is reality. Added weight does not make you stronger, with time. You improve, but the weight lingers, bringing you back. Carefully, you try to balance the weight to float. In a physical therapy sense, to get stronger, we need the weight, but sometimes the weight is too much. If you're dealing with the weight of a situation, of things that are holding you down, then maybe her poems will be useful for you. Hearing what I hear, seeing what I see. A poetic journey through PTSD. It's now available online at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and you can go to Megan's website, megandillyauthor.com. And just to make sure you get the spelling right, there's a link to it right here in the show's description. And that will do it for another edition of Newsgram from webtalkradio.com.